Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Den Den Murphy, brought to you directly to your Den Den Mushy. Suki and I are back to talk about everything that's going on with One Piece, and we've been missing out a few chapters. And I think before we start anything, uh, how are you feeling, Suki? I know there's something that's has you really mad. I I I would like to announce that um, I I'm I'm done with Oda. So I'm that now was going it. to specifically review Boruto. And that's it. <laughs> so you heard it here first, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. <laughs> if, if this was a YouTube video, it would just be like that yeah, error screen. <laughs> Somehow, after so many years of introducing probably one of the most divisive but interesting characters, teasing them joining the crew until like two chapters ago to go off screen oh yeah she he's not joining off he literally went he literally went i'm going to live like kazuki odin and join the pirate crew and then the very next thing yeah no changed my mind i am baffled (laughs) i am still still very baffled (laughs) It just, the thing is, we got no Yamato, we got no carrot. We got no Yamato, we got no carrot, we got no new crew member. uh, I don't uh, count Jinbei. Jinbei, I already counted after Big Mom. You know, the thing is for me is I still think there's a possibility for carrot. Because it seemed weird considering all the time spent with carrot that she would not at least say goodbye to the crew. They've been on this voyage for a while since Zhao. And she just doesn't show up it at the end. It seems weird for Yamato to go from, hey, I absolutely hate this island, I can't stand it, it's my prison, to, nah, never mind, it's a great place, I want to go explore it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I came out of nowhere. I, I feel like there was... <laughs> It does feel like the thing is, I I don't agree with a lot of people saying that the ending is rushed in a lot of ways. I do feel like this chapter specifically felt like it was rushed because why not give us the scene of Yamato? This this feels like an editor stepped in. But why? That's what I don't get. Why would they step in in there? I don't know. Build suspense? It makes no sense. This is like I was ready. I was... <laughs> if if I can't have Yamato, at least give me carrot, please. Have carrot be a stowaway and just sleeping down there, eating their entire storage once they get to the next island. <laughs> that that works. Like that, we need we need more females on the crew. Yeah, and it doesn't take away from uh, Jimbei, who's now officially part of the crew and finally got his moment to be part of the crew. Just have her pretty much enter the crew on the and next it, island. And again, it fits the theme of Luffy's crew. Like, he has every race. Except Oni. That, that's why Yamato made... Like, the minute that they're like, yeah, the Oni race, they're not accepted anywhere. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's... I. I don't know. It's such and a then weird. Oda's like, thing. nope, <laughs> the biggest tease ever. <laughs> but it's it's also like the entire setup, all the buildup, not to make any use of the concept of at least giving Yamato fans that little moment of oh, I changed my mind or something. And it's it's just so like, wh- why is it off screen? What what I think is missing is kind of understanding the motivation here that that's kind of what's on my mind okay okay setting aside the 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 abnormal amount of rage toward oda right now (laughs) um i i do understand her her thought process Mm. because she did just see them struggle against that admiral yeah or i'm sorry he he just saw them struggle against that admiral And so I could I can understand like seeing that and being like okay yeah no like they need me here 
I, but like, I don't know, just like leave leave the opening, leave, leave it like up in the air, like, hey, after they learn to take care of themselves and I'm going to, you know, meet up with you. But like, it's the thing is, is now is the big question, because we all kind of assumed uh, that, you know. That that kind of they were going for the Oda route, uh, for the the uh, Oda was going for like the parallel with Odin, that we would have you know him forcefully just joining the crew with the chain and kind of an allegory to that. I think most of us kind of forgot about the fact that Odin traveled through Wano first when he built up his own empire and everything. But the thing is, for me, is this uh, is open yeah, up? Yeah, this is true. I didn't even think of that. But does it open up Yamato joining another crew and catching up with them? Because it feels like the big thing about it is it feels like Wano's not over. It feels like they're going back to Wano. And that's kind of the odd oddity about this. Normally, an arc always has an end. An island always has a beginning story to an end. And it's kind of like while these characters come back, that story for on that island was told. This time around, it feels like Wano was still left open in some ways, purposely. Yeah, kind of, because we had the whole opening the borders. I mean, we were, we were given kind of the the hidden history of Wano and why, uh, like, it's underwater. And then it's like, okay, next island. Like, so, yeah, I... Like, you're right in that sense. Like, we're definitely... I don't think we're done with Wano. And, and it kind of, like... He does He does invite, technically... Uh, You know, Yamato says, you want to be pirates, you know, you can join us. But it goes the same for Kinemon and, and, and Momo, who those two make sense, considering how long they were in the travels with them. But this feels like a VV parallel, oddly enough. It is with, you know, the future, the, the person that joined them on their voyage. This is... In in the end effect, the entire journey from Punk Hazard to Wano was a, a echo of what Vivi did when she when they she joined them from Whiskey Peak to Alabasta. Yeah. And Oda does love his uh his reverse parallels. And and that makes it you know what makes it odd to me is that we Also haven't... Oda does count Vivi as part of the straw hats. Yeah. And so technically, the the same could be said about Mononosuke, and he he does invite Mononosuke and Kinemon. But the thing, what I find so interesting is that we all talk about the parallels and how he sets up parallels, etc. But no one's talking about the fact that the one parallel he has not done is that we haven't had the same amount of crew members join. It was four in East Blue. It was four in Paradise. How come there's not four of them in the New World? And why did Jinbei take so long to join? You know? Yeah, Jinbei would be one. And then everyone thought, everyone assumed Yamato and Carrot. And then that would leave one more opening. Yeah, which we all assumed would be maybe whatever Elbaf. giant of Elbaf. I mean, a lot of people are saying, again, well, it's the final saga. Then he has all of the races. Technically, he do what Big Mom can't. <laughs> Yeah, and he does it the right way. But it just opens a lot of people saying, well, it's the final saga. He wouldn't add any other crew members to the crew. There's no sense to enter the final saga ah. with new crew. It, why? You know, it's why does it matter if there's new crew members or not? You know, that's pretty much at the end of that. If Oda wants a character to stick around, they'll stick around. Yeah, I mean, Oda's made it pretty clear that, you know, he, he's wanted to end it for a while, and then he's like, oh, this would be a cool idea, and then he just goes off. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the only reason the final saga was announced is because an editor is like, okay, you're ending the end of the story. How about you announce the final saga? Okay, fine. Four years tops. That's why everyone's like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to end it in five years, and everyone's like, yeah, okay, Oda. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how this goes. I don't know. It's just it's just so funny how we all have these expectations. And like Wano was probably 
crazy with theories. We had the the one we pretty much had the Roger parallels with Tama joining them and Mononosuke. There was the parallels with um in general with having Yamato join uh with with Carrot and everything. And everyone had these theories. At the end of the day, most of them didn't even it was pretty much like lost. Well, just at the end, like two, three things got answered, and the rest was just like, "Wait, what's what about these things? What about the whole Zoro meets the Grim Reaper? What about Zoro's heritage? I thought we we're gonna explore this." <laughs> he didn't yeah, even Zoro visit the grave. The Grim Reaper. He came back solely to keep to keep Sanji's promise. That that, I, that that's like he was keeping his promise to Sanji. That's why he came back. I I'd actually would love it. I love if that moment. So it, much. I came back from the dead to kill you, as promised. Sonny's <laughs> like, no, no, too. I'm good. <laughs> Nothing happened. I'm okay. <laughs> I I do love those two. Di- that that was probably my favorite thing of that entire chapter. Just those two going at it. <laughs> I have returned. No. <laughs> It's just, I don't know. The thing is, I don't feel like... I don't discount Yamato potentially joining later down the line. Because it feels like at one point, Yamato is definitely going to be a cover story. That that just is very, very likely, in my opinion. And I, would, Im- and I would imagine... Actually, last- I, definitely. Because the last time we had it was Jinbei's travel. was also a cover story. So I'm I'm seeing potential mm-hmm. parallels there. And the thing is, is if we look at the parallels with Paradise, we pretty much had the invitation. Uh, pretty much Jimbei was echoing Chopper's joining, Chopper joining, because Jimbei reject, was said, I'll join you, rejected it, and then ended up joining after all. Then that means technically the next member he would reject have to... it, though. Well, he rejected, but even Chopper was invited. And rejected initially. He didn't like, reject it, but I've, he said, "I I've have counted Jimbei. I've counted Jimbei as part of the crew since Fishman Island. Like, like I've said before, when Luffy invites you to the crew, yeah. you're part of the crew. So the tree from <laughs> Thriller Bark is part of the crew. Is part of the crew. <laughs> the tree from Thriller Bark is a straw hat. <laughs> the ultimate member." <laughs> Well, I mean, the the ultimate member, I mean, and let's not ever forget, Condoriano. Yeah, Condori, ultimate member, is actually always there. You just don't see him. He's just always off screen. Just slightly if the camera or or the panels would move to left, there he would be. <laughs> I think that was like the greatest gag out of any of the, any of the filler, any episode really was just that whole gag with, yeah, no, that's, that's totally a member of our crew. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh my god I'll, I'll never forget that it was hilarious <laughs> oh yeah 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 joining us Usopp. <laughs> uh, we also can't I, I love the fact that I, I kind of wish that there was this running gag that Soga King was it uh, its own character and just everyone assumed that he's just always away and it's that that Usopp's just a completely different character. But as soon as God Usopp started, just Soga King disappeared. I would have loved to see like Soga, like at least like uh, Usopp like unveil that Soga King was him, just to see Luffy go, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I if the if they're on the new island and then Luffy just randomly goes, "Whatever happened to Soga King? I thought he was one of us." It would just be hilarious. And just Chopper just wondered the same thing. I mean, I'm pretty sure because like we we've seen we've seen a lot of like New World Luffy is definitely like smarter. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just the he, one thing he never realized this he, entire time. He probably knows this so he can stop now. Let a man dream. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> but i will say besides the whole yamato thing the other heartbreaking thing is after all this time seeing trafalgar law not be with our crew anymore oh, that's gonna hurt that's it, gonna hurt so much like he's been like since freaking punk hazard it's been a while hasn't it it's gonna be so weird <laughs> 
but I, I do love that he at the end he's still pretty much a a a Sundari where he's like if we ever run into each other again out there we're totally enemies if people die so be it and then I was like yeah totally see you later Traffy shut up <laughs> I I just love I, their dynamic I, I, honestly I love the three of them together just because he's like oh yeah go the safe and secure route and then Luffy oh my and God. even Law are both like <laughs> wait what. <laughs> <laughs> there i i just i love these three and it's such a shame i i wish that there was some kind of alliance or something because these three are just hilarious <laughs> especially the redemption just, that kid got in this entire you'd arc. expect from law <laughs> <laughs> he just like lost the like most put to together him. of them all and instead he's just like right there with them like safe and secure i think not <laughs> <laughs> and especially the give me the wheel Jimbe from Luffy they finally have a ship for someone to sail them correctly and the instant they sail out he stakes it from them <laughs> so I think dumb. Just that moment rivals the uh, who, who can get hit the last with the fireball <laughs> oh my god <laughs> The faces are still <laughs> the greatest thing ever. Just their freaking. <laughs> it's just so dumb. Oh, I'm gonna I'm miss gonna this miss trio. I so much. <laughs> it's just so dumb. Oh, uh, uh, it's okay. Oh. We we did we did we did gloss over um, Momonosuke though. Yeah, Mononosuke got a big, big part in this one. Um, we actually got... I love how people were like, oh, great, now even the manga's doing to Toei flashbacks. But it was appropriate here. He was pissed. They were they were going to leave without even a goodbye. And that's the thanks he gets for everything. You know, he's still a kid. <laughs> I love how he, adult he goes body. from, like, I'm going to kill him to, please don't go. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I also love the official translation. It's just like, don't leave me. I'll miss you so much. It's just like all the spelling errors. I don't want to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so uh, adorable. And then Frankie's the only one crying in the back, too. <laughs> just, just the reaction from Zoro. This is pathetic, man. And just <laughs> grinning his ass off. Frankie's always the one so that's nice right in the, the back of the territory. <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, that that moment was such a stand-up moment. Like when I was reading that, and I was like, yes! ah! <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of I would love if he just if he. Where he, wherever he puts the flag, because that's like the big thing. Hmm, where should we put it? And he just accidentally puts it on Poseidon without knowing. Uh, Pluton, not Poseidon, Pluton. <laughs> just hangs it on the biggest weapon they have, not knowing. <laughs> it's just, it's weird that, like, if, if you think about it from the citizens' point of view, like, they're just flying this random pirate flag because they have no clue. <laughs> that these straw hats were involved. Yeah, it was all a secret. It was, you know, the biggest secret like, they could Like, Luffy is no, just no, the crazy party along. guy that showed up. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even know he was a pirate. He's just, what's, what's with this dude eating all our fucking food? We finally got it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm, I, I still think we're going back. Because, especially because it ends with that's all the time we, we have, have to. today we, we, while our ways we, we have to grab Yamato. I'm telling you, I think Yamato is just going to forcefully join a random crew that, that's there and then just catches up with them at a different island. And they're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I had to find you. <laughs> Could you imagine Yamato accidentally joins like an evil crew and has no clue? It's just like, 
a, a division of the Blackbeard Pirates is just having a good time. They don't know who they have on board. She, he has no idea where he is. He just joining. Doo, 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 doo. I don't know if Yamato is like spaced out enough to accidentally join someone evil. Yeah, but it's not like he would know. Wano's still pretty closed off. This is true, but Yamato seems to be a really good judge of character. Yeah. I was I was overwriting character for joke. <laughs> this is true. This does happen. This is this is Oda. Yeah, I, I'm a little sad that we had no payoff with Raizo, though. Because we had the whole thing of uh, of the uh, female Kanoichi getting thin and sexy, and he's just still who he is. We didn't even get the joke of, why did I just stay the same? It's not fair. <laughs> Raizo's always been sexy. What are you talking about? How dare you? Don't body shame. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Touche. That's on me. That's my part. I'm I'm a monster. Yeah, exactly. We are we're here for body positivity. Den Den Murphy promotes body positivity. You are yes. who you are. Enjoy it. Even if you have a hole in your chest, you know, body positivity. Like, <laughs> like Ace. Wow, there was no need to bring Ace into this. Like, none. I don't know why. Just because... none at all. <laughs> It becomes this habit of just kind of shitting on Ace, and I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I'm a monster. But should we should we talk about the big controversy of this chapter, 1057? First off, I, I love the fact that the very first time that we ever get the title of Emperor of the Sea from Luffy... He's like beat the crap and in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well, especially because the parallels of that chapter is that both new emperors are beat the shit up. <laughs> it's just so good. It's like here's your new emperor, <laughs> the new emperor of the sea. And then oh, hey, Nami has conquerors hockey, so you know. <laughs> Poor Jinbei, he's just not used to the dynamic quite yet. <laughs> it's oh, that chapter is just <laughs> it's just so mad. Just, that, that, those such first a two panels fall. was great. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't such a great fall to don't coddle him. Jinbei, he's like, was that Supreme King hockey? <laughs> oh my god. Just the warning. Stay back, boss. Never confront a raging Nami. <laughs> and they just got Frankie like a proud parent. Did you guys see that? Barely broke anything. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't get why, though, people were like, oh, Nami's like the next Sakura because this was pretty much classic Nami we haven't seen in a while. So either people I forgot, forgot about that. Yeah, it's it's just so weird. We've we've had so many dumber controversies since then. I forgot about that one. Well, well, don't forget the 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 chapter before that with the Kurazaki line, where suddenly people are saying Oda after a thousand chapters of talking about freedom and stuff is that because he says <laughs> Kurazumi was born to burn for a word play and it was specifically for Orochi they're like oh the cycle of vengeance continues and I was like what why where's this coming from <laughs> yeah <laughs> just Oda's gonna completely 180 on the message of his 1000 plus chapter manga he was just waiting for the right moment that's all he was doing I guess <laughs> just so weird to me oh my god the, the the fallout over like wano has just been so silly it's you know i can get when someone says you know this just didn't quite work for me i didn't like this direction or something i get that that that's perfectly fine but sometimes the controversies got a little like overboard where i feel like either the wait has just been so long that people forgot or it's just like this immense weight is put on wano because it was like the big thing he always wanted to tell because it took this long to get to the point it, i don't know it's, it's kind of interesting 
to me just just to see how these reactions are pretty much i i i feel like we get this every arc yeah uh especially if we're going um week to week we have to wait for the breaks and everything so it feels like it drags and we we've Which, we've talked about happens, this before cuz you know, like uh for instance someone yeah. Someone reading Dressrosa back then, waiting chapter by chapter, rates it differently than the people that are reading it now. And like, oh wow, Dressrosa was amazing. Because the pacing is a lot there. easier when you can binge it. And 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 the thing is, I feel like the same thing will happen with Wano. Just give it some time; people will reread it. Once like all the hype and everything's gone, it'll completely same scenario. Oh yeah, definitely. Because we, like I said, we've gone through it in every single arc. Yeah, I think even all the way back in in freaking Eni. I think the only time we didn't have it was like Eni's lobby. But then it did happen. I remember back when Eni's lobby happened. Um, a lot of people just said it was too crowded. It wasn't interesting, and now it's like hailed as one of the best ones. So it's it's just yeah, so it, it was crowded. Um. It. It was rushed. Uh, Too many characters. Ours pool of uh, years. Oh, yeah. He didn't have a training arc as a complaint. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good old. And now, a thousand chapters in, we know why. No, a thousand chapters later, arc. we're like, oh! <laughs> He just, he just needs imagination. <laughs> Get Oda, man. Um, Get Oda. He, he loves the long call. I'm, this is I'm why still I think waiting Wano... for them to get to the anime. Oh, man, yeah. I'm really curious to see that. Especially how they'll animate it. That's going to be so interesting. I mean, I've I've made it no secret my thoughts on the form. I'm not the biggest fan of it colored. From what I've seen, it's, yeah. <laughs> but maybe it'll be animated in a way where I'm like, okay, yeah, that looks good. But I'm just I'm curious. It's all white because we're already seeing like quite the division between uh, the the anime and the manga people, like more so than I've ever remember seeing in One Piece. Mm. And so I'm I'm very curious to see the reaction when that hits. Yeah, um, because it's just so much, especially because it's going to be very very different from what is happening right now. I mean, we're already seeing a lot of the complaints about it. One Piece turned into Dragon Ball because of all the animations that they add and the flashy effects. So you know, add in tune world powers <laughs> it could get interesting uh, man, I, it's so interesting I, i'm also surprised we had a I'm lot of, uh, of should, an we, should we jump in good um speaking of with controversies and highly discussed stuff should we jump into the um the big discussion surrounding the bounties <laughs> Or just go down the bounties first? Well, first off, stop doing my boy Chopper wrong. <laughs> oh, poor Chopper. At least he, <laughs> technically by percentage, it's the highest increase. <laughs> I, I love how he goes, did mine go up? Oh, come on. Okay, technically it did, but still. <laughs> I still love it's just cotton candy lover. It's just that's his tagline to this day. It's like that mm. poor chopper. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of Nami's even a... like, wow, can I collect my own bounty? <laughs> <laughs> She's just spooked about the nine digits, but is open to cashing <laughs> herself in. Brooke is just like, I mean, let's face it, she would. <laughs> oh, yeah. She probably. Find a way to, to get hand herself in, get the bounty, and then break out to get the bounty back from whoever yeah, put her no. in. She, like if, if anyone was gonna turn themselves in, it would be Nami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I, I love how Burke is like the only normal one where he's like, yeah, I got it more. And then Frankie is just the ship. Well, <laughs> For some because Brooke is, uh, Brooke is used to it, though, because he was a pirate. Yeah, he, he's... He's lived it. His his po his wanted poster is pretty much just a poster for his concert. Yeah, he's living his second life. He's like, hell yeah, let's see how far we go. And then Frankie is somehow the I I I'm still waiting to see how they address that one because Oda, while he does screw with the wanted posters, he at least always gives like a reasoning. Yeah. Like when we when we got uh, Sanji's first one, like yeah, uh, I kind of left the cap on, so we drew it instead. Like there's always been that's been addressed, and then for some reason Frankie's just the ship. I love the fact that Frankie went from his normal form to General Frankie to the Thousand Sunny. <laughs> It's just like it's a it's a play on the whole dark future thing as well, which is kind of neat. And at the same time, this has to be a plot point at somewhere. Either people are gonna start talking to the ship as if it's Frankie, or people are gonna try to get the bounty for the ship and they just literally end up losing their ship because of it or something. I it's gonna be great. And there will it'll definitely be addressed. Like Oda's always yeah. addressed those things. It's just also too funny. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I do also love that Usopp is just already screaming because he keeps getting such a high bounty. He's like, no, stop, stop it! The stop count. the count! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything! Nico though, Nico Robin though, nine hundred thirty million berries. That's quite an increase. It is, but like she doesn't care. She's no. just like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just fitting for the character that she doesn't care at all. It's just perfect. And it's just she's, she's you know, with her family. She's happy. Yeah. Remember the days when they said Nico Robin was going to get abducted again in Wano. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> so many theories, so little came true. <laughs> I mean, we... yeah, like there were so many theory videos, and I'm going back and watching them again. And I'm like, yeah, that didn't age well at all. <laughs> that didn't happen. That didn't happen. That definitely didn't happen. How many? How I many videos of that. this is why this is why Oda won't have Luffy beat Kaido on his own. Blah blah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I also love how people were like, "Oh, he's or not the gear beat him with fifth just Monkey King." <laughs> <laughs> Monkey King, that was just the classic, though the Monkey King transformation. Then the resin, when that became the big thing, that was that was kind of amazing. How big that got! I remember because they're like, "Oh my god, it's happening! It's happening!" <laughs> And then he just starts laughing. <laughs> and then Oda's like, no, no, no. Tune Force. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had expectations. Here's my hammer. <laughs> Though the best bounties, I have to say, is the new power shift in Zoro loving it. As he calls oh, Sanji God. number four. <laughs> Oh, that has incited a fan base. My God. It's so funny. They're already though. like, this is the new monster trio. <laughs> I mean, it's just like we already kind of knew that Jinbei is going to be a. I mean, Jinbei is already a big gun. He was literally the captain of the Sun Pirates. He was a, one of the warlords. You think he was going to be not one of the strongest members? And everyone was worried about Yamato joining and destroying the monster trio. No one saw Jinbei coming. <laughs> well, like, all right, here's the thing. For anyone taking it serious, the monster trio is always going to be the monster trio. Like, Oda loves that dynamic. Yeah. 
and the like point again was, we've win. already been shown bounties don't matter like don't determine power levels no otherwise you're ranking the, the usopp about... above uh frankie and brooks which is still the funniest thing as well <laughs> they don't care I mean, let's be honest, in all every scenario, the one who gets out scot-free is Frankie, because the only thing that happens is General Frankie gets out of juice. And he just mainly yes. is the mo is the least damaged of all members. So, so he technically could be higher a bounty if you want to talk about resilience. <laughs> but it's just, I, 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 I do absolutely love the uh... I love Zoro's. Who cares what fourth place thinks? <laughs> uh, kind of. We haven't seen He's this like, Zoro you in a while. Fourth, he goes, don't talk back one. to your second. <laughs> <laughs> Just them. And, and then poor Luffy's like, I'm sorry. Please feed me. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and just Captain just Emperor perfect. of the Sea. This is Captain Emperor of the Sea. And <laughs> <laughs> just the instant parallel with all the crew, we finally see what Buggy and his new cross guild is up. Everyone's like, ah, oh, all these battleships were goners, but Buggy, he's the one who saved us. He's like, have mercy, please don't kill me. He's <laughs> <laughs> just croc. <laughs> oh it's so funny oh my god I, I another thing with though. the outrage <laughs> but it was so obvious why why were people so mad <laughs> i don't get it did they really expect that it wasn't going to be freaking those two behind it like his buggy's whole thing is he falls into power <laughs> Why would that suddenly change? <laughs> I think more people are but outraged it's... that like suddenly crocodile is a threat. I can't imagine he never was actually a threat. The guy was always incognito. The only thing is he was the only one who got beat the shit up by Luffy without Maggie. <laughs> well, like... He wasn't taking Luffy serious. Yeah. Like that that was a was big thing about like the entire the entire Paradise Run is like no one took Luffy serious. And that's why he kept pushing through. Plus it's not like these characters can't get stronger in the meantime as well on top of it all. Yeah. It's and now nice you also notice developed. in the new world, everyone's taking Luffy serious. Like no, no one has come at Luffy and been like, "I'm not taking you as a threat." Yeah, except for uh, Kaido and Big Mom. And that was mostly them being, you know, emperors of the sea. The the arrogance of it all. <laughs> I mean, that's what led to their downfall too. It's because they didn't take it as threat until it was a little too late. Yeah. And I'm still curious if those two are going to pop up out of nowhere. Because <laughs> the last I mean, time I... we saw them, they were in lava. Yeah, it, it is kind of like random. They were just like sent to the bottom of Wano and that's it. All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Just, they just come back. I, I still think that Big Mom has to be somehow relevant to Elbaf, given her history. You would, like... I don't I don't think we're done with the Emperors. No. Very rarely do characters die, and I think technically the one big death would be Orochi in this case. And Arlong. Because there, there was no... Well, Arlong. His disappearance is explainable. <laughs> Yeah, I don't we've know. we've it's heard from everyone else. We have seen from every except Don Krieg, maybe. <laughs> Don Krieg. <laughs> Technically, Jin was the one who was going to die, but Don Krieg is the one we just assumed died in this place because <laughs> we never heard of him. Kuro as well. Though they're just gone. Who cares? <laughs> the East Blue Pirates. 
they underestimated Luffy so much. Those are the only ones who actually die. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, don't really... understand the outrage of Bugging and Crosskill. Like, I just, I, I don't get it. It's it's weird. It's it's kind of a thing where it was a setup. It's the weekly release. People made assumptions, and not until the actual revelation came that people didn't quite make the connection. Because this this felt very natural in this regard. I do love like the little touches of you know technically, uh, Buggy is the emperor, but he has a smaller bounty than Dr- than Mihawk. And it's just like, ooh, with greater sword skill than even Shanks. Hmm. <laughs> oh God, don't don't start on that one. It's amazing. I feel like at this point he's just doing it to provoke people. <laughs> and the best part is that at this at the end of the day, the only reason that Buggy is pretty much the leader isn't because he tried to sneakily become one. It's just because everyone assumes that he's the reason it happens and they just assumed it just made this the big news that he's the big ringleader it's so and good. he's just trying I love to how everyone's like oh my god crocodile's coming to save buggy <laughs> and the buggy's like oh shit i owe him money <laughs> i love that so much <laughs> he's come to collect <laughs> I don't even have that kind of cash. <laughs> oh. Oh. And at the same time, oh, where he's yeah. just like, oh, <laughs> where, where Crocodile's like, I can sell you into slavery. And it's like, oh, hey, we escaped Impel Down together, dude. <laughs> and it's just like, hey, you know what? How about you just take it all? It's all yours. Don't have to start from scratch. So technically, Cross Guild is just the only emperor works begging for his life. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's what emperors do. That's the new generation. I wonder. I wonder how Mister One feels about being replaced with a better swordsman, though. Ooh, he's. Uh, I mean, he's he's very quiet, Mister One. We get like a few dots out of him, and that's about it. Though I, I can't imagine that he really, I don't think he sees, you know, him as a as a threat or something. He's just there, like, to protect Crocodile. Because surprisingly, for a bad guy, he does have a very, I mean, his his followers followed him. He, he did attract people. I don't think By he's, way, like, evil, evil now. No. There's still that whole thing about why he helped Luffy at Marineford, which uh, I would love if that gets a follow-up in some way, or at least some exploration. But uh, in the Japanese translation, when um, Buggy talks to Crocodile, he says, Croco-chan, so people are back on the Croco-mom theory. (laughs) It's just like, uh, we're back to this. The Crocodile is Luffy's mom. Oh, shit. I mean, I'll be honest, I could see Oda doing it as a joke, but I don't see it in the actual story. It would make no sense. It's it's just like the people that were like, um, oh yeah, Luffy Luffy has Roger's devil fruit. Yeah. And it's like, no someone would, would have that. said something. Like, Oda's not the type to just pull that out of nowhere. Someone would have hinted at that. Kind of like everyone hinted at, huh, that's not behaving like rubber. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's kind of a kind of a weird thing where some theory... I mean, Krokomom was always like this weird, funny thing. But a lot of people are making the connection mostly because of what... Um, because of the hint with a threat that was made. And, and at the same time, you know, you have a character that can turn a woman into a man, a man into a woman... Um, or generally just their change their hormonal balance. And then at the same time, the moment Croc finds out who Luffy's dad is, is that he's suddenly a good guy or helps him out. It, it's just a, it's just a coincidence or something else that's being set up. 
I mean, I, I don't think he's helping him out because of his dad. He was helping him out because he wanted to kill Whitebeard. Yeah. Best chance to kill him. <laughs> like, I mean, do you honestly think Luffy's the type that's like, oh, yeah, hey, I owe him a favor, so I'm going to hook him up with my dad. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Be awkward. I'm a little sad, though, that this chapter didn't give us our first tease of the new um, Navy bounties that were set up by the Cross Guild. I was yes. hoping for someone to just hint, like, garb with how much money he'd be worth. I'm I'm curious if this will play <laughs> into a future no one that can take garb. <laughs> garb is just, don't even try. That's that's the, the, the statement underneath the name. I'm more worried about uh, Bartow, who Shanks is on his way to go deal with. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, it's just such a weird. I don't. One Piece is the the thing that kills me about the wait is that you never know what's going to happen, and especially now where Wano's over, it feels like even less is known about how it's going to go. So it's just anything is possible, absolutely anything. <laughs> Yeah, do you think we'll uh we'll start off on a new island? Uh I think or we're going to be get, on the ship. I think we're going to going to be on the ship for a little bit because I feel like this is kind of like the the five six chapters of what's happening in the world, what happened while they were gone kind of thing. Cuz the even this one ends with, you know, us finding out they got Kuma out, but he's like completely brainwashed. And then the whole Sabo thing of him killing Cobra, which is so interesting about like, what does it mean? Where's Vivi and all that? Also, Sabo possibly being more wanted than Dragon now? Yeah, the Flame Emperor. So he technically is an emperor of his own kind. But that's you, crazy. We, I think we both know that the the chapter ending with it's me Sabo means that the next chapter is going to have absolutely nothing to do with that. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> We're just going to skip this for a few chapters and then get yeah, back no. to it. Oh, it's going to be like, yeah, that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, we again, we literally went from the 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 chapter ended with Yamato saying, this is it, I'm going to set out. And then the very next chapter, the very first freaking panel is like, ah, I changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's classic One Piece, though. That's just classic. Okay, okay, we're setting up. No. <laughs> uh, how longer do we have to wait? <laughs> It's it's always the same thing every time, but at the same time, it's hilarious. It is, so and uh, I still need to watch the the filler for the uh, the film red lead in. I haven't seen it yet. I I did read about it, but it I didn't get a chance to watch it either yet. But it it does look like we get a little bit more time with young Luffy before his whole pirate king ambitions come to fruition and i love that yeah, most people that was that another freaking outrage out of nowhere moment is everyone like how can he know someone before he's not a child that's lived a life before what kind of world is this yeah right crazy <laughs> i do like not that like you technically. know I mean, Luffy's already been set up as this person who is not going to, like, tell you any of his family or past until it comes up. Yeah. Like, he doesn't talk about I mean, his dad. How... He didn't talk about his grandpa. Why would he talk about a childhood friend? I don't even think he knew his dad. I mean, it was Probably. pretty obvious that he had no clue who his dad was, and the only person he knew was his grandpa. And then how nonchalantly no one else made the connection that he's Dragon's son, and which means that no one knows that Dragon is Garb's son is kind of hilarious. It's, 
You think I at think monkey one point D that would come up? Away. I don't think people know that dragon is is dra- I think dragon is just known as dragon. But at the same time that people didn't make the connection that he's related to Garp, because Garp is never called Monkey D. Garp. He's just the hero Garp. I'm gonna I'm still gonna miss Garp and Sengoku's back and forth. Oh yeah. It's not that's not the same without You and your damn family, Garp. (laughs) (laughs) Just him him laughing his ass off. Oh, uh, it's <laughs> it's. I I can't wait to see wherever but this. We is we going did get we did see. get some uh some reveals that we've been waiting on. We got the mm-hmm. release date for Red in the U.S. An October Which release. I still won't be able to see. Mm. We'll find a way. And then we got the <laughs> we we have some uh, Odyssey news coming. Hopefully it's a friggin' release date. Odyssey, so it's interesting. One Piece Odyssey is on the big show floor. I mean, it was at Gamescom. It was part of the big Summer of Gaming events. Uh, I'm still amazed we still have no release date of any kind, but it's it's definitely getting a lot of steam. The Twitter account was also like highlighting just how big it was and the something's coming. Uh, we got, I think it's getting a 50 minute, if I'm correct, a 50 minute panel at TGS this year. So I think that's probably going to be a great time to announce something or some new edition. I, I mean, they're, they're still toting it as 2022 release. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to advertise it at any big events, Bandai Namco is all in with this game. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I even tweeted it out, like, One Piece's popularity hasn't even peaked yet. Like, it's it's literally growing now. (laughs) Kind of crazy. I I was reading that old volumes were being sold way more now as well. That the One Piece film Red has been spiking a lot of interest in the franchise. It's doing incredibly well. It's, It's outpacing a lot of films. It's... It's probably the highest earning anime in some specific la- uh, countries where it already released. It's, it's insane. Yeah, and like I said, um, we we we're literally at the point where where we have like actual like book reviewers. I'm not just talking about uh, the two that have been the loudest, but like actual book reviewers. Mm-hmm. That are like toting One Piece, or that that are getting into manga because of One Piece, or that are sit that are actually comparing like they're like Oda is on like Tolkien's level. It, it's insane. We are it's, it's just growing. Twenty something years in. Twenty five. Crazy, and, right? Like, it, it's it's just now getting popular in the U.S. And with the live action show on the horizon, you know, that's just the next step as well. That'll introduce other people to it. No matter how the quality or the success is going to be, it's still a gateway for some that haven't seen it or haven't had anything to do with it. So mm-hmm. this this is really its big Western splash. It's just it's just insane to think that one piece by one guy and his his small team is outpacing batman comics have been running for 50 years longer is probably on a trajectory to pass superman and it just feels like we're going towards this this franchise that could go even bigger and if merchandise and stuff like that i think that's what like netflix is hoping to bank on a lot is to go into that whole merchandise stuff which is already big in certain countries but like it's it's been carried by France and Japan pretty much to 80% at this point. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean like when when you have the president of France who's like, "Hey, look, Oda signed this. It's in my office. It's so cool." <laughs> <laughs> you just go, "Oh, this is just the beginning." 
and a lot of YouTubers now too, Alpha Rad, like non anime based YouTubers are starting getting on it. You had the the crew from Trash Taste, where I think some members are also starting to re. They started rereading One Piece, or those that haven't got into it. Um, I think Mr. Beast even teased it that he's looking yeah. into it. It's, like it's uh, I, I've I've seen a lot of people like starting to dive into it, and then of course I I, I, I immediately start following them because I lo- again. I will never tire of watching someone's journey through this. Yeah. Like anytime I find a new YouTube video and they're like, I'm reviewing one piece, you know, I'm diving into one piece. I'm like, I am there. Cause it's just so cool to see people like literally fall in love with what you've already like been in love with this entire time. Yeah. And they do. And it, I've never, I've highlights. yet to watch a video where they're like, eh, it wasn't for me. I think the most you ever get is, you know, it took a while to get going, but, you know, that's with any story, but it still hooked them long enough to read it. And that's that's just a testament to it. That's just how One Piece works. And if this is the beginning, you know, who knows where the future will lead. So let me let me ask you something, because I know I, I touched on this in our in our chat before. And I said that uh, I, I feel really bad because, you know, um dragon ball super superhero is like you know broken like these <laughs> records yeah and it's kind of like a lose-lose for one piece right now because when film red comes out it's going to be compared yeah definitely and if if it doesn't hit the record it's going to be ridiculed if it does hit the record it's going to be ridiculed because the fanboys are going to be angry <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> do you think that one piece has gotten to that point where it could beat Dragon Ball in the U.S. yet. I think it has a chance if they play their cards right. I I think it strongly depends on how they advertise it. Um, It is a big, like, worldwide phenomenon at at this moment. And I think with everything that's happening lately with Mr. Beast and all that it does actually have a good chance of doing so. It's it's hard to say, you know, is it going to beat it by a lot? Is it going to be like a tight race? I, I just think it has the chance because a lot of countries where it also isn't like the biggest franchise ever, it's, it's breaking records. And we saw the same thing with Mugen Train where Demon Slayer, which was technically more of a niche popularity, just boomed with the anime. And the animation alone and the talk surrounding Red, I, I think it has a chance. I, I think it's it's really cool if it even if it does, just for the simple fact that we would have two animated movies back to back, two anime movies in the U.S. to break records. Which which would it's be so cool to see anime get to the point where I can go to the theater now and there'll be anime. Well, I can't, but you can go to a theater and see anime <laughs> movies in that theater. Like, we're at that point now. Yeah. It, it's a testament just how far it has come and how it has developed. And we're seeing a lot of, ma- you know, there's a lot of anime that has become more mainstream. Um, I mean, Dragon Ball always, like, was pretty much the precedent for mainstream anime. Uh, but like something like Demon Slayer that it during a pandemic did as well as it did was such a showcase of just how big this fran- that franchise was getting. And if One Piece after 25 years is about starting to reach its new peak, yeah, it's it's very possible that it'll get to that point. I guess I guess we just have to wait a little bit until October. <laughs> I, I I truly believe that the live action series will if it if it ends up reaching the potential it has, it'll play a big part in pushing it forward in a new direction. Because the thing is, like the the one thing we we can't forget is One Piece, unlike like Cowboy Bebop, doesn't have a very critical niche um, 
background. Like Cowboy Bebop was always going to be a hard sell because of just how beloved that original franchise is because of how like personal it was for a lot of people. It was like their introduction to anime. One Piece has a challenge of its whole concept as being open, introducing new things, taking new perspectives about stuff. And in a way, I feel like that's the strength of this live action show to become that kind of gateway for people to get into the franchise as well. Yeah, because, and, and again, like One Piece is more recent too. We, we yeah, touched on that going. before where Cowboy Bebop was like kind of, uh, I don't want to say like forgotten, but I mean, let's be real. <laughs> it, it wasn't well, until the live like, action was even announced that I was like, oh yeah, you know what? I kind of want to watch that now. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, we, we can try to make it up as much as possible, but it wasn't as big as what we're talking about now. That That wasn't a mega franchise it was like a a lot of people's personal best favorite but it wasn't like a franchise defining massive uh any hit it did well it did mostly well in the u.s and that's where it became big but one piece is a monolith in a different way it is it it also touches on on something that a lot of people seem to be into at the moment and that's that that fantasy yeah. world and not not just fantasy not just huge. you know the pirate aspect of one piece but like that that fantasy world that oda has created yeah like i mean right now we we have uh we have the rings of power i mean you have all these different fantasy series that are you know getting really big because people people want that escape yeah, and, and no offense to Dragon of... Ball, but Dragon Ball doesn't give that escape. Dragon Ball is a power fantasy at the end of the day. That's kind of what I always connected with it. And I think for many, that new direction and generally what it offers as a fantasy story, as a world, because a lot of big shows right now, a lot of big projects are world building shows. And it, it, that's what One Piece is. That's what One Piece is extremely good at. So it just seems natural that, that, would, that, that something like that would perform as it could. And that's why it's, it's so great to hear that, you know, Netflix knows what they have and they are giving it, yeah. like, that respect. And, and they gave it to people that care about it. This isn't something, you know, they're building sets. They're they're just going all in with it. And no matter how the quality may end up being, the fact that this was given to people that are very passionate about it is already a huge step forward from what we've seen in the past. I mean, Oda's an executive producer. This isn't... The creator of uh, Cowboy Bebop was a consultant at most. This time around, Oda's fully involved with this. This is something he is executive producing and supervising to some degree. And I think that just also shows just how big this is and how involved he is. Yeah, he's involved and he's excited more than anything. Oh, yeah. I, I'm so sad we didn't get a set photo of him in, in Africa. <laughs> that would have been fantastic. Ah, I'll make it happen. I mean, we still wouldn't have gotten One like day. his face, but <laughs> it would have been the, the floating fish fish cut face. out. But... <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe that's what they're waiting for the next set video tease that we'll get. And because I just, and I think no, in a no, few I weeks, want a teaser. To dumb. give me a teaser. I mean, teaser would be fantastic. Oh, Give me man, teaser. teaser. Well, <laughs> the good thing is the Tadum event is in the near future, so perhaps that's the day we'll see something. If only Disney had bought One Piece, then we'd be getting a D23 and I'd be happy. Yeah, but you wouldn't get Sanji smoking. This is true. Has a I would, however, get no like I would, however, get like One Piece and Disneyland. 
So, you know, trade off. True as well. <laughs> what what <laughs> wins? <laughs> so we're gonna dream. We're gonna dream about Disney World. I mean, Netflix could be smart and do a uh, work together with Disney and be like, "Hey, we want to put One Piece in Disney World. We don't have the money to do our own Netflix World, but we could work together." And they just have the or one dude in the Sanji the, costume constantly change. with Universal it. Studios because there's. There's already a Universal Studios Japan uh, One Piece thing, so bring it to the True, U.S. Yeah. I know, I know, I know a place you could replace. You know, there's already a place there that has a a world built, and then you could just you know replace it. <laughs> just just put it there, and there it would go. make me happy. Just you know, <laughs> just get get rid of Harry Potter and then bring in One Piece. That's it. <laughs> wizarding world pirate world which are you gonna prefer come on <laughs> there's so many options uh, but you know no matter how we look at it it's exciting times to be a one piece fan and we're gonna have it a is lot indeed. to talk about in the future <laughs> and the best thing is that's why we got this podcast Woo! <laughs> even when we're actually able to record yes well, that's a different story. <laughs> Life has been we'll, we'll a day. Life has caught up with us. We need to make it. We'll make it work, though. Yeah. We suddenly get Fezzy back now. on board, too. <laughs> Things seem different and easier that day. those days. It's like, what are you doing today? Absolutely nothing. Sweet. <laughs> Do you want to do something? Not like I could. <laughs> uh, but I, I think it's a perfect time to wrap it up. Um, any last thoughts, uh, Suki? Um, not that I can think of. Just eagerly awaiting the next chapter to see where we go next. We'll see what chaos ensues as the spoilers already leak. <laughs> I am actively dodging. Uh, but to everyone listening, oh, uh, I am trying my best. <laughs> uh, but to you, dear viewer, if you want to stay up to date on anything One Piece or pop culture that your heart desires, be sure to check out murphysmultiverse.com. And if you want to check, talk to us about One Piece, your favorite chapter, what's going on, your thoughts on Wano, you can find Suki on. Uh... Twitch.tv slash Suki is okay. <laughs> or on the Twitter <laughs> at Suki okay. It's been a while. <laughs> it's yeah, out of practice. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at, at that abel T-H-A-T-A-B-E-R-L. We can't wait until the next episode and we'll catch you then. Until then. Later.